Welcome into ESPN Coastal Recruiting. I'm Christian Gokel. I am the digital director here at ESPN Coastal. Excited to be joined by Jenkins High School legend and former Citadel Bulldog Javante Middleton uh, hopping on with us here. Javante, excited to be doing this, man, because there's so many stars uh, in this area that we get to cover every single day, an area that you grew up uh, playing football in, and excited to be kicking this show back off with a guy that plays at your alma mater. So I'm going to let you introduce our first guest back here on ESPN Coastal Recruiting. Definitely. Uh, Savannah's a great place. Everyone knows that. Um, I, I take real pride in this area. Like Kristen said, I'm Javante Middleton. I grew up playing some ball down here. Really, I was just on really talented teams, and they made my job really easy. Um, but today, that's enough talk about us. Kristen, I've already played all our plays, took our last snaps, and <laughs> caught our last pass and scored our last touchdown. So we're going to talk about the guys down here. Um, it's a talent-rich area. There's a lot of college coaches coming down the I-95 quarter, coming down I-16 to recruit what we got right here in Savannah. And I think we should take pride in that and also just down here in the Coastal Empire. So our first guest today is a big guy that puts his hand in the dirt and picks it up and goes tackle people and, and, and hitting guys, making sacks. That's getting a lot of attention from Division One coaches across the country. And uh, he plays at Jenkins High School, my alma mater, as mentioned. Uh, high school that I'm real proud for in, and that's Mr. Tavion Gatson. Tavion, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm all right. So let's start it off here, man. Javante mentioned it. You're a big dude. Put your hand in the dirt. You play at Jenkins there. Uh, currently rated as a three-star, according to 247, with a plethora uh, of offers right now. But 6'5", 265 listed right now. Going into your senior season, I know you got the offers already, but what are you looking to prove out there this senior year? Yeah, I want to prove that I could do even better than I did last year so that, you know, every every offer I had, I'm able to stand on it. Well, you know, I'm from, I'm from Savannah. Uh, you know, I'm from the west side of Savannah, you know. Uh, I went to middle school at West Chatham. My little league team was called Village is where I started, and I felt I got the love for football. about the family aspect over at Jenkins? I know uh, back in my time there, everyone was really tight. I could still pick up the phone and call all my teammates and coaches. From when I was playing at Jenkins, so just talk about that atmosphere right there. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say. I mean, I, you, everybody, everybody feel like either it's a brother or, or, or a figure in your life that you could just you could pick up the phone and call and talk to about whatever. Like all my coaches, I feel like I could, I'm comfortable with talking to my coaches about anything if I got to. Was, I feel like I can talk to my teammates about anything. I'm close with a lot of people on my team. So what is it about Jenkins that just keeps producing Division One defense alignment? Because I remember a few years back, Jenkins makes that run to the semifinals. It seemed like everybody uh, off that defense went D1, and you're just next in line. What, what's in the water over there? I don't know. I guess it's just Savannah. Uh, it's, it's different on Durant, though. That's most definitely the right there. <laughs> I was waiting on that to be said. It's different on Durant. It's different on Durant, for real. Cam started that. So I grew up a quarterback. I played quarterback at Jenkins. I went to college and I played quarterback, and my job was to make sure I didn't get hit by the big guys like you. Mm -hmm. So tell us, what do you do to make sure that you're catching those fast, athletic quarterbacks and just athletes overall? Because I know in your film, you're chasing down guys that are 100 pounds less than you. So talk to us yeah. about how Tavion does that. Well, and I go back to when, when Coach Cam, when we, when we had Coach Cam as a coach, my freshman year, we did a lot of angle, like angle-type pursuits. And that kind of started me off with, with working on angles, like what from we're trying to you know trying to get the tackle. So I try I I I focus on that a lot when I'm 
when I'm in practice and in games so that way I'm not wasting all my energy trying to chase somebody down from behind them rather than get an angle and beat them to the next spot. So that's what I try that's what I try my best to do. Sometimes, you know, it don't always work. I might get out of get out of spot a little bit and I'll be running behind them and it might never catch them. But and I you know I gotta keep I and when it's like when I'm coming off the ball, I got I try to make sure the quarterback get the ball so I wouldn't even have to chase him and then, you know, my interior guys, my linebackers, they they can handle that for me. On top of the shout out you just gave the coach gave to Coach Cam about drills and things that you all work in practice. Is there any supplemental or, or trainers that you work with on the side that just help you get faster and put you like ahead of the game? Yes. Uh Coach James and Coach Ben. I was going to say, yeah. we're going to talk about your college here in a second, the offers that you've already picked up. But I know you're getting ready uh, for the senior campaign right now. You guys out there practicing over on Duran. Yesterday, heat index 104. If you're not from the South Georgia, you don't understand what it's like when we say it's 90 degrees outside. That means you can add 15 to that because it feels like it's 104 with that humidity. <laughs> but I played in the secondary. I know Javante played in the secondary and played quarterback. Do, do we even really know how hot it is? Because you're having to get down there and push on 300-pound dudes all day. So do, do we do we understand what heat is? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because you, cause you got to keep getting up and get, going back down. It's like it didn't it get to messing with your head every time you go to a different level of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It'd be hard, yeah, it, especially especially now. <laughs> I felt like it was like 90, 96 degrees out there. See, I don't know that Javante even got hit during this period of the year. I think I think they had him yeah, in like no. I think they had him wrapped in bubble wrap and were protecting him off to the side while you guys were doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, I, I separated my shoulder one time. In uh, in a fall or uh, spring season, a uh, preseason camp in high school, and you would have thought like practice ended right there. I went off to the side, I came back out, and for the rest of the year, I wore a red or a yellow jersey in practice, made sure everybody stayed off me. We had a scrimmage game coming up. I got like 17 reps, and like I did make sure I didn't get touched. We had our uh, running backs in the backfield blocking extra. I didn't run the ball that whole year. I had to slide, and I hated it. But, uh, yeah, man, I give kudos to all the big guys up front on both sides. I, I love offensive linemen organically because they blocked and protected me. And yeah. then on the back end, when I got to college, I loved defensive linemen because y'all forced the quarterback to get the ball out fast, and now that's a 50-50 ball for the DBs to come down with. So I commend you, man. I mean, that's that's the trenches right there. That's what's one of the laws right there on them lines. Them linemen, right. that's the biggest battle on the field. To me, personally, I just I feel like that's the biggest battle on the field. Oh, that's the a fact. Part. Yeah, that's a fact. Is three most important yeah. words in football: line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you get if you can win that, you're going to win ninety percent of your game. All right, let's talk about college. Yeah. So when when did you first start receiving contact from universities that want you to come play for them? My first offer was Georgia State, and I got that I got that one during basketball season. I had just left one of my practices. That was in that was in I think that was like early January, something like that. And where are you at now? Uh, two four seven has it listed at twenty two total offers. Is that correct? Yes. So who was the last one that came through? Uh, Auburn. Auburn. I mean, don't you can't just say Auburn like you know Auburn. That's Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> That's Auburn rolling through. Yeah. You look at your list, man. Florida State, Minnesota, Georgia, Tennessee, Auburn. I mean, do you do you have a top five yet, or are you just still kind of playing the market right now? I mean, yeah, I'm narrowing it down right now. 
Is that is that something you can break That's, with us, or is that you, you holding that one close to the chest? Yeah, holding it closer. I I just, I, it, it probably it'd be out it'd be out soon enough. We gotta step aside for a quick break. We'll be back with more from Tavion Gatson, three star defensive lineman out of Jenkins. Next. Welcome back into ESPN Coastal Recruiting, continuing our conversation with three-star defensive lineman Tavion Gadsden out of Jenkins High School. I wanted to ask you, because this you're going through something different that even Javante, who didn't graduate from high school that long ago, I know the, the days keep going by, Javante, I know you're starting to feel a little old, but not that long ago. You're not just having to talk about going to school, right? You have so many different opportunities now that so many athletes in front of you weren't afforded. What are those conversations like uh, in terms of NIL with some of these coaches? Because I know for a lot of kids, it's the first thing they ask. Uh, but for a lot of coaches, they say, I, I want the kid who's asking about education and asking about football yeah, more before they ask about that's NIL. Me. That's me. I'm going to ask about the NIL, but I'm not going to ask about it first. I'm asking about education because before I go anywhere, before I, even if I can get drafted after my third, after my third, my third year, I'm staying until I till I graduate, till I get my degree. I'm not going nowhere till I get my degree. Why is that? So, why is that so important to you? Because I don't want to have to come back. I don't want to have to come back to college after I would already have them retired. And it's it's I mean it's an accomplishment to graduate college, and I'd rather it be younger, like low in my life, so it'd be like I already did this, and it's a step in my life that I don't you know I don't gotta go back to, and I already have it. So that when I when I when I retire. I can use my degree to, you know, do do whatever else with my life when I finish. Javante, you're smiling. You see, I like that. You know, I think we're doing it right over there on Durant. Uh, I'm really happy about that. I recently just graduated college and definitely the most proudest moment of my life. And uh, I have a buddy that um, plays at a school that is recruiting you heavily and has already offered you that has the same mindset. And uh, he had every opportunity to you know, go and, and go and forego his last year to go play ball on Sundays, but he decided to get his degree, and he took pride in that. And he said just the similar thing that you just did. Whenever football is over with, because uh, a, a lot of uh, people always preach a little cliche that NFL stands for not for long, so you don't know how long you're going to be in there. But we know that Tavion Gaston is going to make a career out of football. So, um, But on the back end, like you said, you want to be able to use that degree whenever you retire from the game. And so I, I – I'm happy that you're making that decision, man. It's, it's always what you have to live with is the decisions that you make are the ones that you have to live with. So that would be a good one to live with. That should be a degree distinguished individual after playing football. So let me ask you this. You, you have all these schools that have come through and they're, they're the big names, the guys we see uh, on ESPN everything, every single Saturday. When, you're, when you've sat down and you've talked to your parents and your coaches, what have you identified as the things that you're looking for that, that has to get met if you're going to go to that school? First, have to be the education part. Then I would have to know that, like, you know, the brotherhood on the team would be good. Like, you know, I can come in there and I feel like I feel comfortable with the people I'm playing with. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can trust. Like, I, it's like a trust, trust built foundation. You know, you don't trust everybody, but I want to feel like I can at least trust you to be my teammate, to have my back. You know, I got somebody to have my back. And then another part of the decision is my parents have to like it. You know, like you got to come to. You gotta come to the appeal. Them my them my top those are my top three checklists uh, check boxes. They gotta be filled. And then you know you got I gotta get it. I gotta fill I gotta fill something in the coach. Not whether it's a whether it's we could be friends, which is not what I prefer. I'd rather it be. I know you're gonna work me and build me to be the best I could be. 
And Javante can attest to this too, because when they're recruiting you, right, you're the number one player on the board. You're yeah. they, they want to get you there. They love you. You look, we're friends. You're gonna be my guy when I get you there. And then as soon as you sign and you step on that field, it's flipped. You're low man on the totem pole. And so I think it's interesting that you say, "Hey, I, I want somebody that's gonna push me instead of somebody that's gonna be my friend." But at the same time, it's also important to have people that you already have trust in in your inner circle, so you can say. Hey, is this guy sweet talking to me or is he for real? Yeah. And so who who are those people that you're you're counting on? I'm the the players that are already there. The D linemen specifically. That's interesting. That's okay. There, but it'll have it don't have to be the D linemen specifically, but like if I if I, if it could be them, that's who I would ask. But the players in general, that's who I go to whenever I go to visits. I try to make sure I get in a little bit of time with players just to really ask them how it is. So I know that the the the, the, the coach or whatever is not sugarcoat or nothing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? False advertising, the school or the program, or the, like what 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 they actually doing. He not just feeding stuff in my ear, sell, trying to sell me the school. Like that's what I like about some coaches, like uh, Florida State, Minnesota. Those two, like just at the top of my head, the head coaches speaking specifically, like they 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 say they're not offering. They they say they're not trying to sell you something. They're trying to offer an opportunity, which is what I like. And they both come with that. And they're not the only two, but they those are two of the schools that's on top of my mind that they, they, they have told me that. And they, they have that type of mindset, which is something that really, you know what I'm saying, it, it hits me. So I, I feel that. For sure. I mean, Javante, I think that's an interesting way to look at it is a lot of people will confide in parents, uh, your high school coaches. But I think that's smart, man. Go Just go straight to the source. Be like, is this guy real or not? Yeah, definitely. I was always a host for official visits up at the Citadel. And I also sat on like our player panels where the coaches were not the rooms, the player, yeah. like everyone on the support staff, not the rooms and questions. Parents is access questions. Athletes is access questions for athletes just like you, uh, who didn't want anything to be sugar-coated. And they wanted to know exactly how the coaches are whenever you get up there, whenever you get on campus, because I got recruited really well by the Citadel and my first day on the Citadel campus, I left with, I left Savannah with every award you could possibly win. And won a lot of football games. I've been a starting quarterback all four years. I got to the Citadel, hey, put on that penny and go to the back of the line. I was mm-hmm. behind the seven other quarterbacks. And I was like, oh, this is how it is. And then the coaches yelling, they were blowing their whistles, they in your face. I was like, man, coach, we were just chopping up on the phone three weeks ago and now you're yelling at me. So it's a really good thing that you're seeking that information before you get up there. Yeah. Because you know when you once you once you graduate high school, yeah, you're on the top. So as you get to college, you back at the bottom like you was when you was a freshman. No, so for so sure. They telling you, That's right. you gonna have to work. But not only is you gonna have to work, you gotta like what I want to find out is, am I gonna be secure? If you get me. We're catching up with Tavion Gadsden out of Jenkins, a big-time defensive line prospect. Got all the offers uh, in the world right now. I got a couple more questions for you, man, before we let you get out of here. First one is, where do you want to play on the line when you go to college? And is that one of the things that's kind of affecting where you are going to end up going? Because I look at you, man, and you, we're, Javante and I were talking about it before you hopped on here. You got the same measurables as the number one overall draft pick in Trevon Walker, 6'5", 265. I mean, that's a dude who can play 
all the way across the line of scrimmage, right? You can play any technique you want to get after the quarterback, put me over the nose guard, I'll go get after it. Or you want to drop me in coverage, I can bat a ball away, right? Because we put a highlight up of you on ESPN Coastal's Instagram where you read a screen, a bubble screen out there, and you made a tackle on the sideline uh, from your nine tech. So, I mean, you're a guy that can play all the way across the line of scrimmage. Is that something that's affecting where you want to go? Or is it just, hey, get me in the door and let me work? Yeah, get me in the door and let me work. Cause I, I mean, I would rather be out there on the five, so not really, not you know, too much of nine. But if I got to five, seven, and stuff like that. But if I gotta go to the three, the one, or something like that, I mean, I don't, I don't got no problem. I mean, I'ma work. Like I can move, I can move all down the line. I be, I talk to some coaches about that. And if they feel that I can do that, then yeah, that's that's a better opportunity. A better opportunity. You know what I'm saying? A better, better chances of me going there. Yeah. Of me fitting into their program. All right, last question before we let you get out of here, man, because I know you just got done with practice. It's hot. Our next guest that we're going to have coming on is a guy that you are playing very early in the season, Luke Cromenhawk, the quarterback over at Benedictine. You got you got anything for Luke before we bring him on? Yeah, we, we tell, him, tell him we both, me and my brother, my brother right there. Tell him we have seen him from the left or the right. Well, left and the right. We'll let him know. Tavion, it's been so good talking to you, and, and I really want to do this again. Thank you for taking the time today. Mm-hmm. You can hear an extended version of our conversation with Tavion Getz, and they're a three-star out of Jenkins, has offers from everyone, a bunch of SEC schools, ACC schools. Uh, hasn't put out his top five yet, but he said that's coming soon. Again, you can hear the full interview on our YouTube at ESPN Coastal. We'll be right back, as we mentioned, with the quarterback for the Benedictine Cadets, Luke Cromenhawk, already committed to Florida State. We'll break it down with Luke next. Welcome back into ESPN Coastal Recruiting. Christian Gokel, glad to have you hanging out with us here as we dive around Savannah. Uh, just getting you caught up with some of the best players you are going to see on the field as we head into the 2022 season. Uh, next guest, a guy who, interesting story, right? Switching positions technically, right? Played some strong safety last year, played some tight end last year, played all over the field uh, for the defending state champion Benedictine Cadets. Now, Coming into this season as the starting quarterback for the cadets, already has offers at that quarterback position, has already committed to Florida State. Luke Cromanhawk from Benedictine joins us here. Luke, thanks for taking the time in. I know a busy time of the year, you guys getting back going uh, with football, but as I said, interesting storyline, right? Played strong safety and tight end, uh, backup quarterback last year for the cadets. What's it like going into this year knowing you're the guy? Kind of just the mentality that, you know, I got to I gotta prove to everybody. Um, you know, that I'm in the position that I'm in and, you know, I kind of have to follow up from that amazing season from last year. You bring a different element to this offense, right? You still have a cannon for an arm. Uh, can still put the ball wherever you want to, but you're a guy who I like to say kind of brings that linebacker mentality uh, to the quarterback position and can do it with your legs a little bit. Uh, talk about that dynamic, a, l- a little bit different element that you're bringing to the offense this year. Yes, sir. Um, Coach to Phillips and uh, me, we've talked about it and, uh, we're going to implement a little more uh, RPO type offense this year. So a lot more quarterback runs and, and throwing on the run and all that good stuff. And obviously a lot of talented guys around you, but you yourself as a quarterback got a lot of snaps last year, but now coming in as the starter, what have you identified as some of the things uh, only going into your junior year here that you need to work on as you take over the starting role? I would say the biggest thing is is experience. You know, um, it's going to take some time getting used to 
uh, you know, being able to read the defenses quickly and, and make sure everybody's lined up where they're supposed to be. But that will come with practice. So uh, I think it will be a pretty easy fix. I know a lot of quarterbacks out there, right, it's become such a specialized position. And you do go to the camps. Uh, you play seven on seven, right? But when it comes to most quarterbacks out there, the guys that are getting the offers that you're getting, it's guys who in sixth grade were playing quarterback, right? And their parents were sending them to quarterback camps, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, you're a quarterback. You're a guy who played strong safety last year, right? You're, you're running alleys and tackling running backs and having to take on pulling guards and just getting people's faces. And a lot of times in a running offense uh, with BC, you're just out there having to eat dudes up uh, blocking as a tight end. Do you think that gives you an advantage or just a different kind of perspective that you're coming from a different position to take over that quarterback spot? Right. Well, I mean, I'm more of a team player. So um, I, last year I didn't really care about quarterback snaps and getting film for myself and all that good stuff. I knew that was going to come when we'd start, you know, waxing people and, and all that good <laughs> stuff. But um, I was I was more about being a team player, you know, what doing whatever we can to, to get to that state championship and, and win it. You're committed to Florida State right now, but recruiting never stops, right? There's always going to be coaches calling you, offering you, and trying to get you to come to their school. Who are you counting on uh, as just that counsel to get you and help you navigate through this process? Um, it's a couple of people. Of course, my parents, they're they're always there helping me. But um, Coach Houston has been a huge part of it, the linebackers coach at BC, as well as Coach Braden and Coach DePhillips. Um, they've all guided me and helped me with all that. And um, Coach Houston has been super big. Uh, what was it that made you want to commit to Mike Norvell and Florida State so early on uh, in your tenure there as a high school quarterback? Well, from the beginning, I was there um, at the their, one of their camps. I went there, and um, I just loved the passion that the coaches brought. And then as I continued to go there on unofficial visits and you know just further my relationship with the coaches, I loved the vision that they have for the operations that they're making. They're getting a, a whole new locker room and weight room and turf fields. And I just think that they're they're on the rise again, and they're gonna get back to that uh to that number one spot in college football, and you know be contenders again. Well, Javante, let me ask you this while we still got Luke here, and then Luke will let you go because I know you're busy. But uh, I mentioned that right, the quarterback position in Savannah's kind of exploded, and you're intrinsically involved uh, in that community. Can you put a finger on it, or is it just something that's kind of developed over the past few years? You know, I think when when I was going coming up in high school quarterback trainers were like thin like there weren't many of them but now there's like an abundance of them and there's a really good one down here in savannah that i went to and i would still go to if i was still playing quarterback right now uh the quarterback keeper ran by aj gilford who's also a former jenkins quarterback and there's like some in the nearby surrounding areas and now i think parents and athletes are investing in those quarterback trainers to just fine-tune their their um mechanics and technique and that takes you above, above the hump because everyone can probably throw football everyone can throw football hard everyone can run up and throw football super far but college coaches want to see you drive the ball in small windows and they want to see you put together well from your feet to your head so i know um myself and i know nick i know um he who was a quarterback back in, in the town when i was playing uh, jordan grant we all kind of like worked out outside of just practice and and, and trained at quarterback more so than ever. Um, I know Barry Klein, Peter did the same. And just quarterbacks from around the time where Nick and I were playing, Jordan Grant was playing, and I hope I'm not missing some guys, but I've seen just a large increase in the volume of guys that have been just investing in the position and working out.
outside of practice. Yeah, Luke Cromahaw, the next in line there just to carry on that Savannah quarterback legacy. Luke, before we let you get out of here, though, I mentioned it earlier on in the show. Uh, we had Tavion Gadsden on, a uh, big-time defensive lineman prospect out of Jenkins. You are going to see him week one uh, when you guys take on the Warriors. We asked him, we were like, hey, do you have anything you want to say to Luke? Uh, you guys are going to be meeting up, getting real friendly. Uh, hopefully, I guess for you, not too friendly, right? But he All said, right. hey, he just wanted to warn you. The Gadsons are coming from the right and the left. Oh, man. Well, we'll be ready for them. There you go. That's going to be coming up first week of the season. The Warriors taking on the Cadets coming up on August 19th. Luke, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, good luck. Stay healthy as you guys get ready for the season. Can't wait to watch uh, what you guys do as you try to hold on to that crown. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. If you want to hear our full interview with Luke Cromanhawk, quarterback commit, uh, to Florida State out of Benedictine. You can head to our YouTube page. Just search ESPN Coastal there. And if you miss any portion of the show today, you can find it wherever you get your podcast.